0: Well, how
1: how are you? How do you feel hey. right now? You feel good? Hey. Feeling with my hands, really, mostly. Yeah? Mm-hmm. How are you feeling?
0: I'm feeling like I dodged <laughs> the plague of the 21st century for two and a half years. Right, and, right. And, yeah. And, and then I got a little cocky about it. I think we all did. Yeah, I was like, well, you know, maybe I'm, maybe I did have it. And I was like, maybe I'm Mm. one of the asymptomatic ones. Or Mm. maybe, you know, for what, maybe my Lithuanian heritage allows me to, who knows, who knows. Uh, All of those theories, (laughs) unlike some of my rings of powers theories, a little foreshadowing there. uh, (laughs) All of my theories about my body's, ability to fend off COVID uh, proved to be inaccurate. Uh, Mm. I got slammed, man. I got slammed. So, listen, I do have COVID right now. Uh, There's a couple of disclaimers I want to make. Disclaimer number one, this is a reminder um, or a uh, declaration for those who have not Mm. previously been made aware of this, uh Pete and I record separately. It may not sound like we record separately, um mm. but that's yep. because I am a friggin editing sorcerer. Uh, but <laughs> what well, wizard you might even say but uh, you, you might uh, uh, one might venture as far as saying warlock uh but i <laughs> i we do record separately, so yes, I am mm. incredibly covid positive right now. Uh, mm. Pete is not, as far as he's aware. As far as I know, um, yeah. but we're not in the same room, so mm. you can just, you know. <laughs> so that's disclaimer number one. Disclaimer number yeah. two is if at some point during this episode, like mid episode or mid sentence, I just go quiet. Mm. It's because I've muted my microphone so <laughs> that you don't <laughs> hear a coughing attack. Right. So just bear with me. I'll be yep. back. You know, this is day... What is the day? Or I tested positive Saturday night. This is Wednesday afternoon. Mm. So, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. This is day five. Oy. And I'm definitely better. So, here, I'll, I'll give you a quick rundown of like what my experience has been. So, mm-hmm. the symptoms the base symptoms have been very much like a cold, uh, but a cold on cocaine. Mm, Like, right. Not, not Not your, not your grandpa's cold. Not, yeah. And it's not like a, you know, like, Oh, fight through it thing. Um, Mm. it's like a, like, and it's not even like, Oh, I should be laying down and, and trying to rest. It's (laughs) my body has not given me any other options. Right. Yeah. Um, Covid has been Disclaimer. a little scary for me. Whenever
1: I'm laughing, I'm not actually laughing at you. Like it's just, yeah. what else can you do? Covid has been a little scary for me because I
0: have a couple of times in the past had pneumonia, oh. um, which makes me more susceptible to pneumonia. Um, sure. And so I was like, like I was very, I've been very aware that mm-hmm. that was a direction that this could go, right? Um, and so far it hasn't, and I, I would like to think. Mm. That I'm probably through the the window where that is going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um but I'm also not, you know, I'm not like I'm not gonna push it, I'm not gonna go out and run a marathon or anything. <laughs> um it's, it's just some weird symptoms though, like that transcend having a cold, right? So like, yeah, so the cold, like you're congested. I've had a temperature, like I've I've been fighting a fever on and off. Um, which I know they say, you know, like there's this whole thing like, oh, you shouldn't fight a fever because a fever is like, you know, when you suppress a fever, your body, you're telling your body to like chill out and take it easy. <laughs> whereas like a fever is like when your body's doing most of its, you know, fighting. Mm. But I I sort of like weighed the options between like... <laughs> what's more important the ability to sleep and let Mm. my body do stuff while i'm resting or to allow myself to stay feverish Mm. and i'm like i'm gonna start popping tylenols (laughs) so that's that's what i've been doing nice like every four hours for the last several days i've taken two extra strength tylenols like Hmm. there's been a lot of my diet um the weird the weirdest thing though is like my body i have lost the ability to regulate heat <laughs> so like you know all the normal covid stuff that you hear about like i can't taste or smell anything which is super weird like even mm. just like even just like normal room smells like just like it's just like, oh, this is just what a room smells like. And, it, and it's made me realize that like, oh, rooms just have a smell that hmm. or it's just like the ambient smell that you don't normally pay any attention to. But now that it's not there, I'm like, this is weird. Like, So, it's, <laughs> so that's weird. But I, for the last five days, have been, I can be at the same time dripping in sweat, like soaked to the bone and freezing cold Mm. and freezing cold Hmm. and like earlier uh it was just like the other day or something i was like okay like i think i've finally gotten myself to a point where like i'm not too hot i'm not too cold like i like this is okay uh and then i took a sip of not not cold water but like slightly below room temperature like cool water hmm sent me into a shivering fit like it (laughs) plummeted my my temperature just like slightly below room temperature water oh yeah like it's so it's so screwy it's like uh it's the worst so i you know i'm not gonna say i'm gonna wrap this up i'm not gonna say i'm lucky to be alive because that's melodramatic and blah blah blah, and and people have it way but i am like at times where you're laying there, every muscle's aching, your (laughs) lungs are stinging for two minutes after Mm. a coughing fit, you are sweating and freezing and can't, like, I've never been this sick before by a long shot. Right. And that's like I said, I've had pneumonia and stuff. Like, I've never been this sick before. So, it's not that I'm lucky to be alive by any means. Like, I don't think I was ever in, in any danger. Yeah. Uh, but I'm happy to be like I'm glad yeah. to be alive. Like right. I don't know. Like I was thinking about it. I was like, there was a moment early on where I was like, yeah, if I were eighty five years old, <laughs> I can I can see how I, th- I this would be it. Like I, I wouldn't <laughs> make so it through this. Sad. Yeah. Oh,
1: it's it was like yeah. Uh, Huge eye opener. So yeah.
0: anyways, hello and welcome. Good lord. Oh,
1: welcome. Well, I guess I'm just happy to, that you're alive, and then we can talk rings of power. That is what I'm happy about. and uh, we continue on in episodes. There are times where I felt like I've crossed into the world of the wraiths.
0: like <laughs> maybe I still have. like there's not much life left there, and it's just like yeah, weird screams once in a while. Yeah. This episode's late. This episode's like definitely late. And this has been like Mm -hmm. season two for, or season three for us of, of the movie Mm -hmm. men podcast has Mm -hmm. been screwy as hell because uh, I was sick with COVID. Uh, Unfortunately, had, you and I have have both lost people. Mm, um, it, it's it's yeah. just been like a a weird a, a weird and and especially yeah. because it was like it, this has all happened at a time where like we've had delays before, but oh, never yeah. delays at a time where we're also like doubling our content. Like like we, <laughs> right. we just kind of like launched this whole new aspect of our show. <laughs> yeah, with Car-
1: um, with Carl, obviously for the listener, if they're not familiar. And this yeah.
0: will this will mean something more to you than it will the listener, but your mm. reaction to this will communicate something to the listener. This is how sick I was. I, at okay. one point <laughs> in the last week, was so sick that when thinking about <laughs> Rings of Power episodes mm-hmm. and Andor episodes and when things were airing on TV versus when our episodes were going to get out, like this the scheduling of everything. Mm. When I thought of those things, mm. I, didn't, I did not give a shit. I was like, whatever. <laughs> I was like, they come out when they come out,
1: or maybe they don't mm. come out. I don't care.
0: <laughs> you're, That's how you're just like living I was.
1: You're more like, when's my next Tylenol? I've got 45 minutes till I can pop two more. That's all I yeah. care about. And so for those who don't know, I'm usually like the scheduling Nazi.
0: I'm like, Mm. I was like, no, I mean, this new movie came out on this date, so we really can't wait a week. Like, you know, it's got to be done now. It's got to be. Yeah. yeah." I was like, whatever.
1: Oh, wow. If there's never another episode of the show, then Yeah, usually it's me. I'm like, oh, oh, we missed it by a week. Oh, well. And you're like, no, we have to do it. I'm like, oh, well. Yeah, you're like, does anyone really care about... I get into Spider-Man, existential... No Way Home, and I'm Yeah, like, I, I get really existential. I'm, I'm like, dude, what is Top Gun Maverick? Like, what is it really? Like, do we really have to watch it? Yeah, and the answer is exactly. yes. The answer is yes. But Rings of Power, episode six, we are here. And should we get into it? We should. And something I something i've i've been
0: thinking about ever since i saw this episode like a week and a half ago or mm-hmm. whenever it was so it, it aired september thirtieth you've you've been ragging on this show off and on not like off and on yeah off and on like yep. you've been hard on it i think it's i think it's fair to say this show has ultimately disappointed you like from what you're your where your expectation level was as a whole mm-hmm. versus what your experience as a whole has been. Maybe. Even you, <laughs> even you have to admit that this episode, episode six of The Rings of Power, is the episode that you and all the little whiny babies on the <laughs> internet <laughs> Have been not, I I didn't, and I want to clarify, I didn't say, Mm -hmm. and all the other little whiny babies, I segregated you from that. and
1: the other, yeah, yeah,
0: and the whiny little babies on the (laughs) internet. Uh, yeah, this is this is a hell of an episode for people who are like, oh, it's Mm -hmm. slow and there's no action and like, Mm -hmm. and nothing's really happening, and like, this, this episode was designed to put a lot of naysayers in their place.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I guess what I would say is for sure we've, I've had a back and forth where, you know, some episodes are passable, some episodes are not. And I, I'm waiting till the end of the season to for sure weigh in and say, if the good outweighs the bad, but yeah, I will completely agree with this episode. We, from what I remember, there were no hobbits. So that's, Always good, but also no. It's a one
0: hundred percent linear story. Like we don't get Elrond and and Durin <laughs> yes. either. Oh yeah, that's right. No That's true. I forgot about it's, that. It's strictly about the Numenorians and the the Southlanders. Mm-hmm. Their
1: stories converging. Well, and it's it's satisfying because for me personally, but even for the fan who likes all the different storylines, I feel like these two were the most burning like they're the most pressing and so it was satisfying not only to you know actually have them progress instead of sometimes at points they were stalling to not only progress but then also converge so that they intersect and that like that was exciting for both those reasons for both those reasons so i will agree episode six episode six things really start going down in a good way yeah in a good way. Some predictions um, I had made came true. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. I'll, I'll run through a quick summary here and stop me whenever and, you want. Stop me whenever and, you want. And,
0: and I do want to say that I think a previous criticism of yours mm-hmm. of this show gets mm-hmm. uh, loses some of its oh. weight by an explanation made.
1: Well, if that's not a teaser, I don't know what is. Yeah. Yeah, so so fire away, sir. Okay. So we've got Adar's army uh, finding the watchtower and uh, it's abandoned and Erondir pops out like a badass and destroys the tower. Although he's a badass, it's a little bit of a gimmicky kind of, you know, sequence where he shoots an arrow and it's booby-trapped and it collapses and it kills a bunch of orcs and, um, y- you know, it's... It is what it is. It's kind of cool, but then when the scene's over, you're like, wait, what, what actually just happened? But that is what happens. Um, so, are the good guys, so to speak, uh, have a leg up on the bad guys. Um, having retreated uh, back to the town, uh, Arandir hides the broken sword. And? Well, I just, oh, sorry, I just want to say about
0: Adar in this opening scene, like, mm. and this is something we'll get into in a bit here sure. in more detail, but yeah, like, yeah. This scene for me furthered the mystery of Adar in a lot of ways because it was mm. like he's he it it sort of intensifies his blend between seeming like an elf, hmm. right? Being able to hear and smell things mm-hmm. sort of with elven ability, yep. um, but also maintaining this very orc-like mm quality as well Hmm. um and that's definitely something that that the the doors get blown open on
1: later (laughs) but yeah you could say that um yeah they're back in the town Rondir hides the sword professes his love to bronwyn which i mean i feel like was a little bit overdue is this where they make out i don't remember if they Is it, like, by the well they maybe exchange a kiss? They definitely make out, though, (laughs) at some point. They're definitely, like... It's a bit overdue. Like, they've been tap dancing around. I mean, like, make your move. She's only got 100 years to live. You gotta... It's it's overdue,
0: but it's also, like, very, um... It's very, not iconic, but, like, it holds weight because there aren't mm. a lot of, of elf human relationships yeah yep. in right like Aragorn and Arwen mm-hmm. it, it's not necessarily scandalous while mm. it's happening but it it is sort of like not forbidden
1: it's it the opposite it's, it's not a taboo. normal it's not normalized a thousand years later so that's you yeah. know it's it's still unheard of at this time, and even a thousand years later, it's still kind of like, "Oh, that's peculiar." They have a, they have a very like,
0: you know, like like stays with like, and mm, yeah, and and obviously not entirely like, you know, Elrond is yep a half elf, yep, right? So his yep. mom and pa were of different <laughs> upbringings, mug, but uh, mug blood yeah yeah he's in mud blood for sure, but like yeah, so uh, yeah, I just I, I find that I found that mm-hmm. interesting and and fun that that's a route that they're taking,
1: yeah, no, absolutely, yeah, so yeah, as as I joked, it, it was tipped to tap dancing around, but the point that they finally get here it does it does have more significance for sure, um, so the battle in the town begins, uh the villagers. Uh, fight off a horde of orcs, only to discover that some of the enemies, if not many, were actually some of their former neighbors who had pledged uh, their allegiance to the dark side and were disguised as orcs. Um, yeah, main- which is a huge moment for them
0: because they're it- like, <sighs> yeah, they're like we're fighting our because not only, not only do I think it it like cuts into them a little bit that they're mm. just they just finished slaughtering people who they used to call friends. Yeah. Um but it also it also really shines a light on the power of I was about to say the dark side, but like <laughs> the power of of Mordor, which is not Mordor at this point, yep. but like the the power of Sauron mm-hmm. that that it's no longer just the disgusting, vile mm. orcs, um, or uriks, if we're mm. being respectful, um, <laughs> which we try to be, we try to we be try on the as often as we can. Yeah. yeah, I mean, they're all children of Iluvatar. Um, <laughs> that's by the way. I can't wait to talk about that scene. That's an amazing dialogue. Sure. But sure. Um, yeah, it, it, it. They're just like. Like it's it's no longer just us fighting. It's no longer clearly black versus white, mm. right? Evil versus good. It's it's he Sauron is is blurring those lines hmm. and taking our people and corrupting them, hmm. much the way that that you know rumor has it Morgoth took elves and corrupted them. Right, so yeah it, right. It, it it was just that was a powerful realization
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: this is a a gross graphic fight too.
1: That's one thing I've noticed in this show is just it it does get quite graphic at times, and like it's it's not often that you have to
0: use warning this episode contains eye violence, <laughs> but eye violence to the max. <laughs> Like, he, Rondir gets a, 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 he gets a a Mm. gullet
1: full of of eye juice. Oh, my lanta.
0: And it's It's just just so funny to me because the scene comes very shortly after him and Bronwyn make out. Uh, At this very same spot, right? At this very same spot. And then she just comes at him again. And I wonder if in her mind (laughs) she's got this...
1: Huh. Well <laughs> not, not kissing you again. So yeah, so yeah, as you alluded to, the main orc army comes back, kills lots of people, and wounds Bronwyn at that point. And so, just to your point of being graphic, yes, Arondir's fight with that orc at the well where he's just spewing, like spewing bodily fluids all over him. And to which point like i was like dude elf hold your time like this guy is going to bleed out if you like wait 15 more seconds i like he's a big ass orc too he's a big ass orc but like he like he can't hold on much longer but like i'm talking like that was a lot of fluid he can't be hanging on much longer um, yeah but
0: yeah that like, was I'm cool. no medical professional but I'm pretty sure there's only so much juice you can lose from your eye right there's only so much eye bleeding you can do before
1: you start to lose control like, of your other faculties exactly the eye juice is connected to the hip juice as they say um, yeah and so that was graphic. And even Bronwyn's like arrow through the shoulder, we have to break it. We have to pull it out. We have to cauterize it. We have to, you know, like we have to have her chew on this wooden spoon. These, this is a far departure of Peter Jackson's Lord of the Rings where violence occurs, obviously. And like, there's decapitations and there's fight scenes, but it's not as gory. Yeah. Like it's, there's right. not as much blood flowing from wounds. Yeah. Yeah. Um, or like and focusing so where, on where them. Where do you stand on that? I don't know. And like Do you it's, like how graphic this is? I don't know. Like and even to your like just further your point, like it's also just the fact that they happen, but then like focusing on them happening. Like there's just sequences where it's like, Oh, I understood that this person was hurt, but like we're zooming in on this, or so we're spending another ten seconds on this. And so I guess I don't have a problem with it. It definitely it doesn't make me uncomfortable. Like there's Moments in cinema that are just worse, as far as like stomach churning or just uncomfortable level. Um, so it's not at that point. So it's not a deterrent for me. I don't know if I necessarily need it. So I'm on the fence. It doesn't hurt me, but I'm not. It doesn't add to the the suspension of my disbelief. Where Where do you stand? Like, are you okay with it? Oh, I'm. I I think that <laughs> the show
0: and and Middle-earth in general is benefiting from it. Um, oh, wow. Okay. Because, you know, it's it's made me go back and realize that, like, a criticism that I would have of Peter Jackson's Middle-earth mm. is everything's like, you know, the war and stuff, like, times are bad and it's doom and gloom, but that doom and gloom is kind of always presented in a mm. fantastical sort of way. mm um of like Dark the Dark Lord and the power of the ring and the you know like Yeah, it just like because it is, it's not it's not super graphic, right? Mm-hmm. And this is so graphic mm-hmm. and it's it's making me really feel the weight of, this is war. Hmm. Right? Much in the way that movies like Saving Private Ryan and Hacksaw Ridge really benefit right. from their honest graphic portrayal, you end up walking away going like, hmm. man. This sucks. That was intense. Yeah. That was, the, yeah, that's, that time, that time in history really
1: sucked. Hmm. Um. not yeah, it's, it's glorifying, having the same glorifying effect. maybe isn't the right word as far as Lord of the Rings but like in Lord of the Rings it's like yeah here's these epic proportion of battles but not necessarily the cost on an individual level as with in this show right it's like oh yeah like this isn't a massive battle by comparison but like in on the individual level, like, this is taxing. Like, this person has this lifelong wound now, or this person is bleeding, or this person, you know, like, it's very, I feel, like, authentic. Uh, and yeah, in, in point like, with what you're saying, like, it's authentic to the horrors of war.
0: You know, if you take Helm's Deep, for example, mm. you have an army of, and, and this is, like, not not the book version, but the movie version. Mm, okay. yep. You have um, you have a Severely underpowered army of human and elves. Right. Yep. Who are there because in the in the the in the book, the elves don't aren't a part of this fight. No. Um no. but so you have human and, and elves and you have this immensely tenfold larger army <laughs> of Urukai. Mm-hmm. An army bred for a single purpose. Mm. They only have, Urukai only have one purpose, which is to destroy their enemy. Mm-hmm. Right. That's the reason why, if you pay close attention to the Lord of the Rings, uh, Urukai have got really tough armor on the front of them. Mm. And there's no armor on their backs. <laughs> right. Because the idea was you, you, an Urukai is never going to be running from battle Mm -hmm. right like they're there and so you have this this battle in Helm's Deep that is an army bred only for the purpose of slaughtering these people right and you have these people who are there fighting with everything they've got for their survival
1: Hmm.
0: and do you really feel the weight of that during no. the Battle of Helms Deep, I mean, no, because it's it's i mean, it's still a great sequence, of but course. it's it's so chocked full of like ridiculously fun choreography mm. and cheesy little one liners and quips and yep. hu- humorous moments and stuff sure. like that. And so, like, you don't feel the devastation of that battle mm-hmm. that that you know, that the good guys. We lost a lot of people in that fight. That was not Mm -hmm. a straightforward victory for us.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So. That's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. Because even in Return of the King, it's just a very quick, like, let's have a cheers for all those bros who died. Hail! And then, like, that's it. You know, no lamenting on, yeah, just the the realities of, of how horrific things that people just went through.
0: Well, even even the opening montage, the War of the Last Alliance, right? And you've mm, got yep. you've got every all the elves have got pristine, beautiful armor, and yeah. and it's it's a very romanticized battle.
1: Mm. Um,
0: but but it wouldn't have been. It would have been graphic and awful and horrible and mm-hmm. and uh, you know, there's a reason they don't want this bag of dicks to rise to power again because. He really is, <laughs> yeah, you know it's yep. it's it's graphic and horrible
1: what he does, yeah, yeah uh, so to save his mother, uh, Theo reveals the location of the broken sword to Adar. Uh, so after this occurs, kind of at dawn, uh, the journeying Numenorians arrive from across the sea and arrive to the village to intercept Adar's army and give a helping hand.
0: Yeah, after after Isildur does two really c- confounding, dumbfounding, out there things with an apple. First of all, he's just full on sharing that apple with that horse. Right, like he lets that horse take a big, gnarly, nasty, gross, disgusting bite out of that thing. <laughs> And then he just like latches on for a bite, not like on the other side of it. He's like, "Oh, good boy," and then starts eating it as well. Yeah. And then gets up to the if he knew his if he knew he was just about full and he wasn't going to finish this apple, <laughs> and then he was going to chuck mm-hmm. a a two thirds still intact apple out into the ocean. Right. Why would he not have left it with the horse? Yeah. It, it seems to me like. Getting an apple on a Numenorian ship sailing across the sea—it's not as simple as (laughs) well. We'll just we'll just stop by Whole Foods later and pick up (laughs) another. Like this is this is. It does. It seems so wasteful. For sure,
1: for sure. So So he's disgusting and he's wasteful. (laughs) You could say being wasteful is disgusting. That's that's fair. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so after this occurs, uh, Adar gives Waldreg a task before attempting to escape, but is captured by Galadriel and Halbrand after a big chase rundown into the woods.
0: Yeah, a task that I don't think, at least when I was watching it, I, I didn't put much weight into. I was just no. like, oh, okay, there's... Some kind of task. And then they (laughs) don't, and then you're just like, oh, okay, what like you quickly forget about it? Quickly. Until later
1: when you have this oh shit. Yeah. Moment. Um so under interrogation, Adar reveals his origins is one of the Uruks or one of the elves corrupted by Morgoth. And he himself claims that he killed Sauron. So before and I know you'll want to weigh in on this, before I pass it over to you on that. So, and in my notes, I said question mark, question mark, question mark. So Adar clearly is not Sauron, or is he? I mean, can we trust this guy? Is he telling the truth? I don't know. I, yeah.
0: I mean, I think there's there's several different ways that this could be approached. One is that he is Sauron. Sure. And he's full of shit. And, but I don't think he is. I don't think he is Sauron. I'm still on the Halbrand brand mm-hmm. is Sauron bandwagon. Um, <laughs> two is that he's not Sauron and he's still full of shit. <laughs> Um but the third and the I'm one that I am noticing a think commonality
1: was, of full of shit here but continue.
0: Yeah. The third and the one that I think is most likely and the one that I okay. believe in I believe. is that he's not Sauron uh and he he truly does believe that he killed Sauron. Yep. Uh, yeah. Yeah, um, that makes sense. Yep. You know that he does not maybe fully understand that Sauron is not Someone that you can actually kill. Mm-hmm. You can destroy his physical form, mm-hmm. right? I think we've t- I think we've talked about this before. But like mm-hmm. in in the end of the Return of the King, when the ring is destroyed, spoiler alert mm-hmm. that <laughs> that didn't kill Sauron. Mm-hmm. You can't kill Sauron. Mm-hmm. All that did was destroy his physical form and banish him, remove his ability from ever having a physical form and therefore interacting with Middle-earth in a physical, tangible way ever again. Like, Mm. basically banished him permanently to the wraith world. Hmm. Right? He can't actually be killed or destroyed. Hmm. Interesting. Um, but, But maybe Adar doesn't know this. Right, right, and yep. know that at this point in the game, it's as simple as him simply, mm-hmm. you know, sucking some unicorn blood until he can <laughs> <you> know, <laughs> regain his strength and and right. take on a new physical form. Right. right. Um. So I I think that that's the most likely. Okay. I think that he's not Sauron. Mm-hmm. Um. That what he said about being a corrupted elf is true. Yep. Um. And that he really does, you know, one of the reasons why he doesn't fear Sauron, he's not worried about the actions that he's taking and his his desire to rule and be a god and hmm. do all these things is because he truly doesn't actually think, he thinks that everyone's chasing this opposition that doesn't actually exist anymore. Hmm. Hmm. Right? Yep. Um, which is probably actually working really well for him as as you know, he believes that Sauron is this red herring that <laughs> people are so <laughs> so caught up on destroying Sauron, which Adar's like, well, I already did, you dummies. <laughs> LOL. But I'll let you go on that wild goose chase because it takes focus mm-hmm. off of me and what I'm wanting and trying to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is also the scene that I think. Undoes or removes mm. some gravitas from one of your earlier criticisms.
1: Okay, I'm I'm uh, I'm all ears. I'm all ears. If Adar's
0: explanation for his origins is correct, then his physical depiction, the way he looks, his appearance is is spot on. For sure. And it and it would not work to have him be a beautiful, fair, elegant. Mm-hmm. Because because to be so corrupt like yep. he's been corrupted and changes changed to the point that even mm-hmm. his blood is now is flowing black <laughs> right.
1: like the orcs. To be clear and I'm, correct me if I'm wrong, if 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 he like if we were writing this show and I'm just asking more of a nature of a Sauron question than anything, it, would it have been possible if he was Sauron? To then appear so fair, if he was Sauron, then if he yes. was Sauron, okay, and, th- and that's what I'm asking because because yeah. Sa- Sauron is not an elf, but sometimes he like appear like gives uh, not gives the impression, but appears as an he elf. Appears or- as
0: whatever he wants to. Okay, yet. okay, okay,
1: yeah. No, I completely agree. If if Adar is saying what or sorry, if he, if what he's saying is true. Then yeah, that his physical appearance yeah. does go hand in hand with what he's saying. If he's like, telling the like truth. like when yep when Sauron
0: eventually appears as Anatar, the Lord of Gifts, he's he's majestic and beautiful mm. and, and fair and and you know sort of like the the description that we have of what Lucifer looked like as an angel. Sure, yeah, right. Just this gorgeous, like beautiful creature. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So yeah, no, uh. Yeah, Sauron appears, like, whatever the hell he wants to do. Like. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, for sure. Um, before we leave this scene, though, I do yeah. think it's important to talk about this this dialogue where mm. Adar sort of, like, turns the tables hmm. on Galadriel. Hmm. And that, you know, he kind of makes an attempt to humanize the orcs hmm. and say, like they are also children of Iluvatar. Hmm. Interesting.
1: Which is far but different than... They were than- created just the same as you were. Yeah, which is pretty unique to the whole cinematic universe of Lord of the Rings, where they're just thirsty, kind of groveling baboons who want to kill everyone. Yeah. But you know, again, it was like at the,
0: yeah. So anyway, so I, I thought that was really interesting and, mm. and he kind of like turned it on her and suggested that, you know, maybe, hmm. maybe she is, is, hmm. you know, more in line with being more goths successor. Mm. Interesting. Than, yes. I see what you know, you're saying. And, and yeah, and just kind of like her, her blind bloodlust and desire to, Kill and destroy. Hmm.
1: It's an interesting. It's an interesting point he makes, right? Like it really blurs the in in that moment when you start contemplating it, it makes you question the line between good and evil and who's on which side. From a certain the orcs from a certain point of view.
0: Yeah, a certain point of view. Um, (laughs) The orcs are just looking for somewhere to to call home. Sure. To survive. To to be able to not hide at night to raise a family yeah and everyone else is just trying to like slaughter them yeah and and you know so yeah mm. so it's it, it is it's an interesting mm. it's
1: an interesting angle that's a really good point yeah um is Halbrand is hailed as the king of the southlands theo realizes yeah, isn't that like the biggest 180 <laughs> why
0: which part Well, I just like up until this point, he's been like, find someone else to put a crown on. I don't want this. I don't go screw yourselves. I'm not going to be king. (laughs) And then everyone's like, is it true? Are you you our promised king? And then he like spends half a second thinking about it. He's like,
1: yeah, girl, I am. (laughs) I'm your king. Yeah. Well, I guess, I don't know if it's forced or rushed or if I have a problem with it, but it is just in contrast to Aragorn where it takes us like two and a half movies for him to finally kind of search himself, learn make a decision and it in this case it's just a case of a couple episodes and then he goes so i agree like it is kind of like i i don't even know what the turning point is for what made him say no to then say yes but <laughs> uh as he's hailed as king uh Theo realizes the broken sword they recover from Adar is a decoy it was a i think a hatchet it was what he had in his hands or some such yeah. It definitely wasn't a a, a the Morgoth blade. <laughs> yeah. To which also just leading up to that point, like Theo's whole dialogue, I forget for a bit like word for word what what it was, but it definitely made me raise an eyebrow thinking you know, is there a chance that you're Sauron? I don't know. I think it's possible. Yeah, I mean Something it becomes, it was something that becomes to the a effect little complicated. Of, it was something to the effect of like I think being open to power or not necessarily want to throw power or something to the effect of like, okay, maybe if you continue this thought process that you're verbalizing right now, this could take you to dark places.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think the thing that complicates that is then like, does, Bronwyn when know that he's Sauron, and right, was yeah, there like was there true. an actual Theo that right. Sauron killed and took the place oh, of? Oh, true enough. Did yeah, that Sauron, you know, like manifest himself as a sperm and then <laughs> he decided to take on this form, and then he's just been like, you know, which was so frustrating for him as he's like in diapers trying to <laughs> be the Dark Lord like
1: but but I get I get yeah <laughs> no, I see what you're saying is this theory has legs <laughs> oh yeah oh boy anyway so yeah Waldrink ends up having the real sword so this task pulls a 180 and uh, reminds us that there was something legit going on here He plants it into a mechanism that opens a nearby dam. Thereby, water rushes from this dam through the orc tunnels that we've seen throughout this show towards the mountain. It clashes underneath the mountain with the magma, resulting in a massive volcanic eruption, which is approaching and kind of destroying the village and the people that are there. Who could have predicted this? That was a good call. You, my cert, did predict
0: this. If not, I wonder. Oh, good. I've I've just wondered if maybe the universe gave me COVID to humble me in this moment <laughs> so that I can't that, get too energetic right. or like boastful about right. how big of a
1: I friggin' told you so. You know this is. I'm here for this. It's I you know when it was happening, it took me a while to realize, oh my goodness, this is what is happening. And, you know, I'm just, I think it's cool. I think it's fun, obviously, that you called it. But I think it's just fun to have, like, a Mount Doom origin story. Like, it's very cool. It is a very connective thing that connects us with the, the first couple episodes that we saw. And sadly for the Southlands, but kind of cool from a story progression point of view, Things are starting to take form of the area that we are familiar with, with the the film trilogy or the film or the, or yeah. the books, the
0: book trilogy. Not just a, not just a Mountain Doom origin, but a but a Mordor yes. origin, right? Yes. Because I, like at this point, yeah. it's that's not there is no map that says Mordor. Yes. Yeah. Right. It is mm-hmm. the Southlands. Yeah. They're Southlanders. Yeah. Not M- Mordor. Doriats or more, I, you know, who knows.
1: <laughs> Yeah. So that is episode six. Win or fail for you, sir Oh, a resounding win. It was a very That's good episode.: On the edge of my seat, entertaining, fun. Um, yeah, no, I uh, definitely was the, the storylines I'm more interested. in, like I said, now that they're converged, it, it just magnifies it, and you know, it's, there's mm-hmm. no time to catch your breath in a good way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm assuming you yourself also enjoyed it.
0: Yeah, I mean, I love this episode, but like I've also like I have drank the Kool-Aid on this series. Um, yep. <laughs> and like so even the episodes that are fails for you, like it would mm. take yep. something pretty ridiculous. <laughs> like, like legitimately like Bilbo yeah. Baggins would have to show up at this <laughs> point for me to be like... What? (laughs) you know even things that don't make sense even things like like you know like i'm i'm all for let's let's have meteor man be gandalf i don't know we're like you know we're we're, for legal reasons we're shitting all over (laughs) continuity and canon and Mm -hmm. and stuff like that anyway so like whatever sure (laughs) right so like i'm i I'm just seeing this as like a fun interpretation of like set in a world that we know. yeah, right. yeah. and and for that, I'm enjoying it thoroughly. Um, and even the episodes that have been weaker episodes have still been wins for me because I'm like, I just, I just love the universe so much. I just love middle Earth. And the mythology of it all so much that you can feed me trash, <laughs> and and I'm gonna go. Oh, but 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 they're still hobbits, and so this is still awesome, right? Like right. it's just it's just the way my just the way my brain works when it comes to things. Uh, Tolkien, Tolkien, so. yeah, yeah. Cool. Wrap
1: it up sir well thank you for joining us and i mean that to the listener but i also mean that to brady because his couch probably seemed pretty tempting uh, considering his condition but thank you for how joining you know us I'm, how do you know i'm not on my couch right now <laughs> i guess i don't i'm not and i should be <laughs> i didn't think of that <laughs> thank you for joining us thank you for listening really appreciate it give us a like give us a comment we love when you reach out to us and um Check out our Patreon page, merchandise page, help us give you some perks, help us to uh, uh, keep the lights on, keep the show running, and uh, like, follow, subscribe if you have not done so already, and stay tuned for future episodes, like Brady obviously is not feeling well, so like he alluded to, uh, there's going to be a bit of a delay with our usual content, we will get back on the wagon soon enough, but there will obviously be more rings of power to come, and we've got some spooky... Uh spooky themed episodes on the way, which is yeah, unique man. for it's, us. It's, it's the season. Spooky season. It is the spooky yeah. season, so stay stay and, tuned.
0: And and I just want to point out, I say spooky season so that I sound cute, not <laughs> because I'm so sick that I can't say spooky. <laughs> I, I, I just say spooky because I just didn't I don't know. I didn't want someone listening being like, Oh god, why is it he, he can't even say spooky right? Like go to the hospital. No, like I'm okay. I just I don't know, spooky's more fun.
1: Good thank you for the clarification. Yeah, you're welcome.